I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Two things are written that are true. Name change and I got arrested. Pay attention, please. Welcome to Hollywood Life's Real Housewives podcast with your hosts, I'm Lene Brody. And I'm Chris Rogers. We interview your favorite wives, past and present, and dish on the biggest franchise scoop. So Bravo fans, get ready to flip a table and take a Xanax because things are about to get real wild. We're going to mention it all. Chris and I really want to welcome you to the Pay Attention Please, our Hollywood Life Housewives podcast, which is a mouthful to say. Thank you so much for joining us today. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Yeah. So real quickly, why don't you start off by filling everybody in on all of your escapades since we've last seen you on RHOA. Ooh, escapades. I like the way you describe that. (laughs) I call them excursions, but I'll take an escapade. Um, You know, I have not stopped since uh, I did Real Housewives of Atlanta. I was very fortunate to do that show because I came into the business as a model years ago, started an acting career very early on in my uh, career at 19, and I've been hosting and acting my whole career. And then um, I got pregnant. And as I got pregnant, I'm like, I think I'm a liability now. And I realized like I just wasn't getting the roles because, ma'am, you're three months pregnant. So I did, I had two kids back to back and I was so grateful for housewives that gave me an opportunity to like still move and shake because when you have a baby in utero, life's kind of crazy. And so it gave me an opportunity to still kind of move about and have fun, make some good money, but then not strain myself. But I think I forgot what my life was like before. So after having the babies, after doing Housewives and realizing like, all right, I'm ready to hop back into scripted. um, My life's been crazy. It's just been like literally one thing after another. I have a new television show that I'm the star of called All the Queen's Men on BT Plus. It's amazing. I play the head of a crime family, basically the head of a cartel. Um, I have a lot of businesses. My most prominent business is one of my front businesses covering for my um, laundering and all that good stuff uh, is a male exotic review. So I get the pleasure of playing with these amazing men all day long, uh, being one of the only women, women around, and I get to boss everyone around. It's awesome. And then I uh, ran and did a quick film with uh, Kim Fields, who's also a Real Housewife of Atlanta alum. And I uh, did a Christmas movie with her. And that will be coming out on VH1 on Thanksgiving Day. Wow. So are you... Then I started a podcast. I do the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. We just won a Marconi Award. So excited. Um, And then my podcast um, presented by Macy just got renewed for the second season. So we're halfway through the second season. So life's been good. Good, good. Are you finding that you like acting better than reality? Why or why not? 
Um, I got my break in the business on a competition-based show. So reality is like one of those things where it's like the word cute. What is that really, right? Because cute can mean a lot of different things. Reality can mean a lot of different things. Cooking show, um, all kind of things are reality. But when it comes to a show like Real Housewives of Atlanta, it's it's it can't even it needs to be in a category of its own because it's not like anything else. And so though I was vetted in the reality world, so to say, um, was uh, blessed enough to be a part of one of the biggest reality television shows in history. Um, it's a different show. Like America's Next Top Model and trying to hone a craft and skill is very different than like wearing fancy shoes and going to parties. So yes, it's very different. Um, I love acting though, because it, it's cathartic. It allows you to therapeutically kind of like release and get through things that maybe you would go to jail for in real life. So there's that. Um, and I like the walking away from it, like the, the ability to kind of walk away and have a life. And everyone knows that that was just TV. I think in reality, you kind of forget like, it's not that deep. It's just TV. I mean- you know, we're just people. Right. Now your new show gives me like major hustlers vibes. Did <laughs> you get any inspiration from JLo? Um, no, I got uh, inspiration from Queen of the South. So mm. Queen of the South, the governor's wife is where I pulled a lot of my inspiration from. And then Lynn Whitfield uh, helped coach me and helped prep me for the role. And then honestly, I just pull from every badass, powerful woman I have ever seen. And I put her into one very tailored gangster. I love it. Yeah. yeah. So who did inspire you then? Like, I love the reference Chris just made about JLo. Like, who did really inspire you? Like, when you're getting into that role, who are you thinking about? I'm thinking about um, Tony Soprano, if he was a lady. I'm thinking about... Um, Queen of the South, the governor's wife. I'm thinking about uh, Frank Lucas. Um, people that have an entire empire built from the ground up. And as hard as they work to lay each brick, literally one crack can make the entire wall fall down. So stakes are always at an all time high and excellence is required at all times. So yeah. we've got to ask you, there's a lot of, familiar faces in this show for us Housewives fanatics. I mean, you've got Kim that you're working with, but we cannot not mention Bolo. YOLO. Let's do it. Okay. So walk us through like what you knew about Bolo before you met Bolo. Um, so I'm really, really good friends with Cynthia Bailey. Like it literally is no more than three days that goes by before I speak to her. That's like my heart. It's my baby. And I'm really good friends with Candy Burris and Kenya Moore. We love that. Though we all hang out together a lot. We all have our own separate relationships, right? So I had a little bit of a tidbits dropped in my ear from each person about their different perspective of kind of like what happened but I didn't get enough juiciness I just knew that there was like some after party excursions involved um my girlfriends weren't a part of it and um Bolo was the man of the hour and so 
I knew this, but I didn't know that much. And honestly, I really didn't want to because I learned quickly after that he would also be in my new TV show. So I go to check in on uh, the first day. And this is the craziest thing. The day that Housewives premiered and talked about the whole bolo everything was the first day we got into quarantine. And so because we filmed our show in a bubble. So we're all sitting there waiting as we sequester to be released and cleared for COVID, watching Bolo and Housewives and what was to come. Right. Oh, my God. I had no clue. So when we did our first rehearsal the next day, I pulled him to the side and I'm like, look, bro, we are entertainers. You are an actor. You have a leg up over a lot of people that would have gotten this role because you know what this life is. For starters, what do you want me to call you? He said, my name is Michael. So Michael is what I call him. And I respect him. I, I have never called him by Bolo, though I know that's how you guys refer to him. But he just, he brought such authenticity to the role. I think the biggest thing is that people were surprised. The boy can act. Mm. Like he's really, really good. And then when they did like the dancing scenes, I would leave because that's a lot of flesh. <laughs> yeah I mean well we saw and heard all about the flesh several times over yes. um yeah I mean how crazy though that like the yes. premiere happened you met him he's on your yes do you really think that that was just a coincidence absolutely that's wow. it 100 it 100 was a coincidence when I was uh Tyler Perry called me uh maybe about a nine months before we started shooting saying I have a really cool scripts brand new show and I think that you would kill the lead I want you to read so I got the script uh I didn't get a lot of it just a little piece by audition sites I read them um I auditioned and no one was attached mm. only person they had casted was me and so after that they start to cast you know the way the guys look, love interest, all those things. And a lot of it is kind of set around what you have already in stone. So it wasn't set. It just ended up happening. He auditioned. He had been doing a couple of shows um, and started getting into acting and he auditioned. And what better audition than a man that works at a male review and is like the most VIP dancer there. It, it, it was perfect. So did you even like ask him like, yo, like what really went down no. at the bachelor party? No. Do you just not want to know? I don't want to know. Well, I was just getting to know him. Who wants to be prejudged and who wants to be labeled? You know, he's coming in and he has the ability to create the best version of himself and of this character. And I wasn't going to give do a disservice to him by coming in with some kind of preconceived notion not to mention a lot of the guys are are former dancers and they know that life organically and so i i instead of making it like a bad it was a good thing like you bring the real to this like it's easier for me to do what i gotta do because you're doing what you gotta do so but i never asked him just out of respect you know i think there are lines blurred on the show where they don't realize like I'm still a person and I know I look Teflon, but I have feelings. And just because he's a man and he's gorgeous does not mean that he doesn't have feelings. And I respect those. Okay. Do you have your own theories about what went down that night though? I'm, I'm sorry, y'all didn't see the ankles? <laughs> <laughs> Did we not all see the ankles? I mean, all you gotta do is put the, do an ankle lineup. 
<laughs> I mean, I think we all know. Do you wish you were at that bachelorette party though? I mean, Cynthia is your girl. You're <laughs> happy you weren't there. Okay. No, I listen. If there was any place I did not want to be outside of hell, would be there. Like, because I just didn't. I didn't want to have to explain anything. I didn't want to have to be like, remember, I was over here, or like, jaw. Like, I didn't want to have to create an alibi or. Mm -hmm like Shamia we were on that side right yeah. right like I don't because they did that and you saw through the lies so no I don't want to do that okay okay um what was it like reuniting with Kim and what is she like as a director ah, Kim Fields is everything she is everything and now I understand why they gave her such a hard time on Housewives because Kim Fields is a total package she is a bona fide star. She is talented through and through. It is in her blood. She literally cannot bleed anything but gold. So the intimidation of an actual star coming into this space with women that have created beautiful stardom from this platform, I don't think they were able to understand and appreciate the greatness that was her. They were intimidated by it. Working with her has been... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. one of the most amazing experiences of my life. She is so giving as a director and then working with her as an actor. I mean, literally we had so much fun. We shot in Canada and Vancouver and weed is legal. So I found the dispensaries. Oh my God, I had a blast. Like I was able to play this super quirky character and she was like super suited up and tight laced. Like she's, she's so amazing. And I think that directing and being in front of the camera is really her calling. Shout out to Upshaw's, her television show got picked up for the next season. It is hilarious and it's nominated for awards. I'm so happy for her. That's amazing. And you guys are working yes. on another movie together, you mentioned? Yes, Adventures at Christmas Sing. So we have a movie coming out on Thanksgiving Day. I think it's uh, about two weeks, two and a half weeks from now. Um, and she's the lead. And she plays this beautiful Christmas story about a um, talk show host, i.e. like Wendy Williams, who ends up um, going on an adventure with a very handsome man. And I'm her best friend and make sure she always looks cute. Oh. I, I play her wardrobe stylist and her bestie. That's fun. That's yeah. Fun. Did you get to interact with Tyler Perry a lot when you were filming your show? Absolutely. Um, as madam, uh, <laughs> I'm in just about every scene. So um, Tyler came back on our second pass and directed us. Um, so I was with him all day, every day. And, uh, you know, I did House of Pain 15 years ago, which is how I first met Tyler Perry when he had his big deal over at TBS. So um, this was a really cool space to see this man who I revered, you know, even starting in this business, get to such a height, like I'm sitting next to a billionaire and he wears the same jeans every day. And he's not, and I say that 
to say how not pretentious he is. And so how, how just regular the guy was here to do a job. We're all here to do our job. And he ate like we ate. He used the bathroom like we use it. He ran the same hours we ran. Like he really does lead by example. And uh, it was fun working with him. It was really fun. And then I got to spend Easter with him also because we were shooting. I read that you um, you do method acting. At least you did for the role of all the Queen's men. Is that something that you normally do for all your roles or is that something new you're taking on? And, and what, how does that affect you? Like, you know, in your personal life, I've always wondered that. Um, you know, for this specific role, I was fortunate because we shot in a bubble. Mm-hmm. So I was able to literally live this character 24 seven for two months. And, um, that I think really helped me find and create a foundation for her and for the story. Now we're not going to be in a bubble. If we get the, oh, pray that we come back, um, we would be out of a bubble, but it's a situation where, you know, depending upon how deep the character is and she was such a gangster. I, it took me about a week and a half to get out of her. And yeah. Cynthia Bailey, Mike Hill, and my husband were all, we all went on a vacation uh, to Mexico like two days after I got out of uh, the bubble. And we went for about a week. And I don't even remember the vacation. I, they have pictures of me being like on a yacht. I was like, we were on a boat? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, ne- I don't remember any, it was a blur. Like, I, I took the character on so sincerely and it definitely shifted Eva. And I had to, find me again because madam was answering everything and that's kind of scary were you away from your kids when you were in this bubble oh my gosh so what was that like talk to us about that so this is the longest time I've ever been away from my husband my children any of that we got uh greenlit for eight episodes for 30 minutes an episode so we went into a bubble for about a month and a half and shot that after that, I was went on that trip with Cynthia, missed my kids like crazy. In January, I get a call saying, Tyler is in love with this show. He wants to extend it. He wants to add to every episode 30 more minutes. And then he wants to add two more episodes at the end. So I'm like, so we're shooting more than we just shot again in a bubble. So we have to go back and we have to shoot that. And really what's so dope about Tyler is the way that he found continuity and was able to cut and rewrite the story so that everything could weave together. But being away from my kids, oh my God, it was the hardest thing ever. Being away from my husband, no sex for two months. Mm. Like, and I'm around naked men all day. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh my God. What a tease. It was, it was crazy. It was absolutely crazy, but it was worth it because I don't think my kids nor my husband deserved the energy I would have most likely brought home after said every day. <laughs> yeah well, no. I know that there's been no announcement but should there be a season two where would you see your character going well season one uh really gave the audience just a look at this world that we live in right so the world that we live in is not the same world that's hanging outside this window in New York City it is a, a very gritty a very um tough dog eat dog kind of a, a world. So, you know, we established what that looked like and we established who Madam was um, and her relationships. But the end of the first season, which I don't want to give it away for those that hasn't, haven't seen it yet, I believe 
if we do get the chance to come back, we would ha- we would have to pick up right there. We would have to pick up. And I mean, Madam has been chased up a tree. Don't get me wrong. She always falls on her feet, but she is, she's been chased up a tree. So she's trying to figure out how to salvage and to keep this empire. You know, her dad is the biggest and most important thing in her life outside of money. And, and it really isn't money, it's power. Um, Real Houses, uh, uh, I can never like just say it, it's such a t- uh, Real Housewives Ultimate Girl Trip season two. Um, what can you tease? Uh, you know what? You can just play Andy Cohen's clip when he was talking to Michael Rappaport. Uh, I think he did the best tease that there could be. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing the first girls trip mm-hmm. and girls trip season two. Um, I don't think anyone's ready. I don't, I, I, I really, really don't. And whatever your wildest ideas of who these characters are and who and how they will get along, you, the, everyone is going to be pleasantly delighted and surprised. It is, it, it from beginning to end, it doesn't stop. Okay. Yeah, because season one's already wild. And you're saying this, Andy said, it's even better season two. So like, we're just like, we can't believe we have to wait months to see it because it just the sounds- Berkshires, baby. All I gotta say is there is something extremely magical about the Berkshires. Very does, magical. Does Dorinda Medley know how to make it nice? Baby, does she? <laughs> does she? And if she does, and if it's not nice, she's gonna get it nice. Like she doesn't play. It's all about making it nice at Bluestone Manor. I, uh, what we, we gave it an acronym, but what I, what I can say is that this is a really cool opportunity for these women that are a part of a sorority of sorts, right? Like we're all kind of a part of this world and we all have our own differences depending upon what city you're in, but there's a through line, um, about being a housewife that I think we can all relate to the good, the bad, the kind of having your life out there, the things you wanted them to see that they didn't, the things you didn't want them to see that they did. And so, you know, being able to bond, having been in the business for so long and having been through that experience, I think it was really therapeutic for a lot of us. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people from what I've heard and spoken to, said that they didn't expect like a Brandy Glanville to be as chill as she was. Would you? I love Brandy and that's all I'm going to tease. Okay. I love some Brandy Glanville. She is as authentic as they come. And at the end of the day, I am not always right. And neither is anyone else. And so to highlight someone else's faults, I think is whack. And I think the level of authenticity she brings and just truth and transparency, it is delicious. And when it's not, then I walk away. You'll see that part too. I, I did also hear, you know, there's a, been a lot of talk about like how the franchise really got started, right? Like who put it on the map? And I feel like all of the like Jersey Atlanta people are like, it was us. And then you've got like Ramona and Lou being like, no, it was us, New York. What is your vote? Oh, no, no, no. Let's just go ahead and clarify. You just want to certify it now? Okay. Yeah, let's certify it. Vicki Gumbleson put Real Housewives of anything on the map. 
Let's just be clear. When she went out on the episode one or two and decided to buy a yacht on a Saturday for shits and giggles, that <laughs> was the bar and standard that was set. Now, Real Housewives of Atlanta decided to come in and show them how it's really supposed to be done. So it was put on the map by Vicki Gumbleson. Be very clear. The OC started it. But Atlanta still wears the crown. If I'm there or not, it's just what it is. Do you think you would ever pick up a peach again? I'm sorry, I'm not frozen. <laughs> um, I mean, I never say never. What I do appreciate is uh, the NBC Universal family and Bravo. Bravo specifically for how they have grown with the franchise. You know, um, a lot of these women started out and you were just trying to figure it out. And I think that they have respected these women the way they deserve to be respected and up their game. And I think now certain franchises or people are at a point where they're no longer a part of it. But Bravo knows that they created something great. So to remix this whole thing and bring them back in, you know, I, you know, never thought I would be playing back again so I never say never um you never know what could happen and uh I love Atlanta Housewives what they did for me was great I mean my time was my time and now I'm gone a lot can happen in three years like a chatbot may be your new best friend but what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Well, this was great. Chris, anything else for Eva that you would like to ask her before we close out? I don't think so. I'm just really excited um, for season two of Girls Trip, and, and I'm hoping your show gets renewed for a second season. Yeah. Thank you. Do us a favor and have a cocktail with us. So just so that when you're watching the show, you can be on our level. All That's right. all I'm going to say. I like <laughs> you have to have a, like a shot of something. Done. Done. And I know you've got your hair accessories, your CBDs. Like you are busy, girlfriend. Yes. I started my jewelry line in January. It's doing super duper well. My CBD company uh, is doing amazingly well. Uh, life's good. Life is very, very good. So Eva by Eva Marcel is my jewelry collection. And uh, I launched it last January. It has been doing amazingly well. I'm super excited to go into my next year. Um, honestly, I didn't expect to do the numbers that I did, especially amid the pandemic. But you'd be surprised how many people want pretty necklaces to sit at home. Like you would be amazed. All those Zooms, right? All those Zooms. And then even Marcel home collection, top of bed. You get your throws, you get your blankets, you get your pillows. And then also Siva D, which is my CBD line, where you can get everything from skincare, which is my Radiant CBD cream. And then you can also get your tinctures, help you get to a nice restful sleep at night and just kind of keep you focused. All things natural. I call it the healthy alternative to medicine. I love that. Well, Eva, yes. thank you so much for joining us for the podcast. We really yes, love having you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you guys. Yes, we hope to chat with you again real soon. Yes, and something tells me um, you should get Bolo on. Something for, you guys will have a lot of questions from Michael Bowire. Oh we should. I we really should. There, th that is the bachelorette party that will never die. I I I might be able to help you make that happen. Like. Oh my god! I goals. 
I, I hope it does happen for us. <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll come play. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Eva. Yes, Enjoy you. the rest of your trip and we hope to chat with you real soon. Thank you so much. And thank you, Chris. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.